Hi, and welcome to the Feeling Full podcast. I'm Mordechai, an entrepreneur and coach who struggled with being overweight for nearly two decades. But since 2012, I've lost 130 pounds and have kept it off. Join me and discover how it's possible and even simple to lose weight with ease without dieting or intense workouts. On today's solo episode, I'll be sharing one of the six foundational pillars to sustainable weight loss. Today, we'll be talking all about your beliefs and your why and how they play an important role in your weight loss journey. Thanks for listening and let's get right to it. So on today's episode of the Feeling Flow Podcast, we're going to talk all about your beliefs. Where do beliefs come from? What do you believe? Did you actually choose to believe what you're holding right now in your mind as a belief? And I love this quote by Henry Ford, which goes, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And to me, what I gather from that quote is that you are choosing your beliefs. And I'm really curious, what do you think? Do you think that you are choosing your beliefs, whether it's unconscious or conscious, are you choosing your beliefs? Now, the beliefs about yourself, the, whatever beliefs you hold in your mind are defining your reality. So if you're all like me, you know, you've tried a diet or two before, maybe a whole bunch, right? And if you've been dieting for decades and losing and gaining the weight back, there's a chance that you may have an unconscious belief that says you can't overcome your weight struggle or your struggle around food. And there is nothing wrong with that. The fact that you're actually here is, is really shows that you are somebody who wants to uncover that struggle and, and get the help that you need. And I want to acknowledge you for that. But I also think it's really important to pay attention to the fact that there is an unconscious belief here or a conscious belief that you may not be able to lose the weight. And there is no way that you can lose the weight if you don't believe that you can. If you don't believe it's possible, there's no way you can do it. So I ask you this question again, like, what do you believe? What do you believe in your mind is possible for you? Most people who lose weight gain it back. I mean, if it's any, if it's any comfort to you, over 95% of people who go on diets gain the weight back. And we're going to use diets as like a general term. But what I refer to as diets is fad dieting, not choosing to eat a certain lifestyle, but going on fad diets, crash diets, like the Atkins, Paleo, South Beach, juice cleanses, and those types of things. Quick fixes. In my childhood, people around me were always on diets. And we would go on diets together and it was lots of fun. We would lose 10, 20, 30 pounds and eventually somebody would slip up and then all of us would start slipping up and it was a common theme. And the, the belief that I cared about myself during that time was that something was wrong with me. At home, it was a very big struggle with food. I would always you know, deal with my emotions by eating a lot of them. You know, we followed an all-American diet at home pretty rigorously, I, I must add. And, you know, when I was feeling down, you know, cakes and cookies was, was, was the way to go, was my best friend. It was always reliable. It was always there. It was always delicious. And it always solved my problem in the moment. And then I go to school and, you know, kids had no problem reminding me that I was fat. And I got picked on a lot because of that. So the struggle around my way, everyone around me reinforced the belief that I carried that something was wrong with me. I was different. I was the fat guy. And I started seeing life through this lens of being the fat guy. And this, all of this only reinforced the belief that I was doomed. I was always going to be this way. And I started to see life through the lens of a person like that. You know, when I walk into the room, I scan for a, a big chair. Maybe you can relate it. You know, you go to a, a dinner party and you, you're, you're thinking about where you can sit on the, around the table. It's going to feel the most comfortable in, right? So most of the things that we do are based upon the beliefs that we carry about ourselves. As humans, we'll take actions 
based on the person that we believe we are to be. So if you're somebody who's a kind person, you're going to take actions that are aligned with that. If you're somebody who, you know, is always there for your friends, you're going to take actions aligned with that, right? So how do you actually change your beliefs? How do you actually change beliefs that may have maybe have been in your mind for 10, 20, 30 years, maybe even longer? How do you change change your beliefs? So I'm going to share with you a personal story how I've come to realize that my beliefs were holding me back and how it all happened. So it was about 2011, 2012. It was about nine years ago, and I was going through a, a challenging time in my life. I was you know, running a company that I started in my early 20s, and it was growing more rapidly than I can deal with. I was learning on the job, and I had a team of 50 people, and I was completely out of control in terms of I had no idea what I was really doing. And I had to make it as if I did. So I was learning on the go and you know, running the company and growing the company and dealing with all types of problems, dealing with all types of new emotions that I didn't really know how to process. And what I did know how to do was regulate my emotions with food. So one night I ordered a lot of food from uh, more food than I'm willing to admit from the fast food place in Brooklyn. And, you know, it came to the house and I ate it all. And I, was, I don't even know what I was feeling. I certainly wasn't hungry. It was probably around eight or nine o'clock at night. I just got home from work and ate all this food. And, you know, after you eat, you know, egg rolls and French fries and all those types of foods, it literally just, I was done. I couldn't even move. I was spent. And I literally just went right to bed, you know, and woke up the next morning feeling the grossest I've ever felt. And as I got up that morning, I vividly remember just like getting out of bed, you know, flipping my legs over to the side and walking over to the scale and getting on the scale and looking down and seeing that the scale said 330 pounds. And I remember this like really sinking feeling in my stomach, feeling really distraught that I had let myself go. You know, when you see a new number on the scale and it's a few pounds heavier than you were last time, you know, that eventually adds up and you're always like, well, I was only 10 pounds heavier, you know, two weeks ago or, you know, three weeks ago or a month ago, I'm doing okay. And that whole mindset, but when I hit 330, I was like, oh my gosh, this is bad. Even though it was only maybe five or 10 pounds heavier than I was the last time I weighed myself. And I turned around and walked over to the mirror and I started looking at myself and staring at myself in the mirror and a little bit disbelief. You know, I felt this deep sense of shame and guilt as I looked at my stomach and I looked down and and I can barely see my own toes, I just felt really bad about myself. And I remember thinking to myself, how do I keep ending up in the same place, heavier than before, with the willpower to try a new diet? I'm like, because my first thing was in my mind that I caught was, okay, so let's go back on the Atkins. The Atkins always works for me. I always lose 50 or 100 pounds. But then I'm like, no, you went on the Atkins many times. You've lost 100 pounds many times and you've always gained it back. What is going to be different this time? And then I, a voice in my mind, and I can hear it like it was yesterday, said something like, why do you even want to lose the weight? And I started thinking to myself, I'm like, huh, why do you want to lose the weight? And I realized in that moment that for my entire life, I was always trying to lose weight for other people. I was trying to lose weight so I wouldn't get, you know, picked on at school. So I would be able to buy clothing that I wanted so I can feel great on vacation. All the things I thought I would get once I lost the weight, I was chasing this outside validation. And it wasn't working because it made me want to do things that were essentially unhealthy, go on these quick fad diets. But in that moment, what I realized was I wanted to lose weight for myself. And the thing I said to myself was, I want to lose weight for you. I want to lose weight because you deserve it, because you deserve to live a life 
that you're proud of, that you feel great in your body, where you're not controlled by food, and you're not just, you know, eating all your emotions. And as soon as I realized I wanted to lose weight for me, that took off this immediate pressure of like needing to lose the weight tomorrow. And so what I did next was, I'm like, I need to find some other people who've lost weight and kept it off because everybody I know who wanted to lose weight is still trying to lose weight. So I went out and tried to find people who lost weight. And what I discovered was all the people I found who have lost weight, which aren't that many that I was able to find because most people gain it back, though people who lost weight and kept it off didn't go on diets, didn't go on fad diets, didn't, cra- didn't go on crash diets. What they did was change their mindset, change their habits. And by changing their habits and mindset, they started doing the inner work. And when they, did solve the in, when, they, when, they, when they went at the inner work and started solving their problems, their emotions, and feeling their emotions and dealing with all of that, they were able to lose weight and keep it off. So I was like, I can change my habits. I was already a, a little bit of a habit junkie back then. And I was like, you know, I like this whole habit thing. And that's, that turned me on to the power of habit and um, the book and, and really started changing my life because I started realizing that I just had really bad habits and tendencies, whether it was physical, emotional, my habitual thought patterns, And I realized in that moment the power of intrinsic motivation because what I realized was if I do this for me because I believe I deserve it, I don't care how long it takes. But let it take a year, let it take two years, let it take three years. I'll probably be working on this for the rest of my life to try to continue to be healthier. But no more with the extrinsic motivation, no more doing it for other people, no more trying to lose weight for other people. And that really changed my life. I want to start by saying welcome because. I know this is a journey of a lot of steps and you're on it. So um, the fact that you're here listening to this, uh, one, makes my day because I love this type of work. And two, I know that you can do it because I've done it and I believe in you. And we all can do it as long as we can work on the beliefs that we have in our minds and decide what we're going to choose to believe. So I want to start by offering a little piece of homework, if you'd like, which is to write a new narrative of what your life looks like. So write down, you know, right now, just for 30 seconds or maybe a minute or 10, but write to get a piece of paper and a pen or do it on your phone in a notepad and just write down, write out like, you know, I feel this way in my body. I feel powerful around food. Whatever language you would use, I weigh, I weigh X number. You know, whatever language you would use is the most important because it needs to speak to you. And if you want to get like really advanced with setting this, I call this the dream document, right? And what if you really want to set yourself up in the most powerful way in my mind is think back out a year into the future and look back as if everything that you had wanted just happened. So you have the body, you have the dream, you have, you know, you have the energy, the vitality, the the fullness in your life and write it all out as, as, as vividly and as many details as you can. This is a really important step that can really help you on your journey. And and the second thing is, think about why. Think about why it's important to you to have this. And this may sound a little cheesy, but I've heard this before and it may help you remember this, but pick a why that makes you cry. And the idea of that is just pick a why that hits you really deeply, right? And when you pick a why that hits you really deeply, that's going to hit the um, intrinsic motivation inside of you as opposed to the extrinsic motivation. Because if you're just doing it for other people, for an event, for a celebration, for a vacation, it's great. You can lose weight. And I'm not judging you for that because, you know, God knows I've been there for decades. So I'm the last person to judge you. But if you want the long-term permanent weight loss, it's important to figure out why you really want it and why it's really important to you. Because once you get that, that is where the juice is. That's where it gets really exciting. And that will keep you going when times get rough. So I encourage you to think about that 
and think about your dream document and see what you come back with. What are you choosing to believe? And if you have the conviction to have the belief that will align with your dreams, there's no stopping you from going out there, feeling amazing in your body and reaching them. That's it for us today, friends. Thanks for listening. Do you know someone who's struggling right now? If they could use some support, please share this episode with them. If you want to keep in touch, subscribe wherever you get your podcast or sign up to my weekly emails at feelingfull.com, where I unpack what I'm learning about weight loss and share ways we can all live healthier, more fulfilling lives. Take care, be well, and feel full.